is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. The Group 1 features Race 7 on the card at Flemington today, working through the Turnbull Stakes program with Dean Lester, David Gately, Jamie Rogers from the tab, and currently a couple of mills going on the surface of the track at Flemington to delay an upgrade from a good 4 to a good 3 during the course of the day. Rail in the 9-metre position, the Group 1 feature the Turnbull over the 2,000 metres under set weights and penalties. Take out numbers 3 and 10. What's the market doing here, Jamie? Well, Warren, I know Edward Cummings is saying that Jewess is a winning chance today and she has been supported. She was $4.80 and I know she's now gone out to $5.50, but she has been a popular horse in this race. Profondo, the four, is another one that's seen support at a double-figure price of $10. We've got Great House, who's also firmed up a little bit to $23. And if we jump down the market a little bit, the favourite is 12, Gold Trip, who is continuing to firm up, $3.80 in to $3.70. Maximal is another popular runner at $13. But I should say it's number eight, Inspirational Girl, who is probably not quite the best-backed runner in this race, but is certainly seeing a lot of support at the double-figure price of $12. How do you see the tempo on the Turnbull, Dean? Uh, Warren, I'm thinking that uh, the likely speed runners here are Knight's Order out wide uh, towards uh, close to the inside, Smoke and Romans. I think across the three or four drawn directly inside him. Um, Profondo's been very keen in his races. Uh, wouldn't think he'd be too far away. And that's where I thought there might have been an opportunity for Gold Trip to just sort of slide into a reasonable spot in the first five or six. Um, and Milford was keen last start. He's drawn out wide, whether he tries to get cover or he presses on out wide. But I think uh, Knight's Order probably will find the front. What are you doing in the group one? Uh, I'm going to have something on a couple of... Uh, reasonable odds um the the odds have diminished on one of those uh, but uh i'm sticking with inspirational girl I, i'm not giving up on her getting back to flemington uh she's well suited under the sit weights and penalties she had the one run this time in at the valley and she crabbed around the valley and it was a sprint home and she wasn't suited but uh different scenario here i think just dry track big track look for her to run well I uh, can understand the support for Surefire. All we've seen of him in Australia is on soft ground, but what he was purchased off was uh, performances on good firm ground. So I think he can run very well and put himself right in contention for the Caulfield Cup. Uh, Gold Trip, uh, he needs a win on the board. His two Australian runs have been good. He's the weight horse of the day. Uh, he's just now got to execute and win a race. And uh, Jewess, best horse in the race for mine. Uh, I haven't been that enamoured with the start of her preparation in that she's gone Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne uh, to start the campaign and had that harder fibrillation but uh, she's such a good mare at 2,000 metres beyond she's now getting into a sweet spot. I couldn't leave her out. Uh, 8, 16, 12 and 2. Gator? Uh, yeah, look, I've tipped a gold trip. Um, as of Wednesday, I didn't think we'd be a good three race seven. That's your query. I was oscillating really between he and, and Profondo for quite a while. Um, I think they should be a lot closer together, I guess. That goes without saying. When you, you sort of have them almost equal, top rated, and one's into 380, other double figures nearly. So, look, I've tipped Gold Trip on top. Um, he gets a big relative weight advantage on Smoke and Romans. He was second up there in a you know, gap between runs. So, he looks ready. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think a good four soft five would have been better for him. Profondo, on the other hand, the last time he was on a dry track, he was terrific first up. He loomed to win and beat Animo. He just peaked late uh, off that wide run. 
you know, you can argue with a softer and he goes close there and then struck two wet tracks. Um, Maximal is a really good dry track of this horse, and you'll get that. Uh, forgive his George Main miss because it was wet. He's beaten, of course, uh, a horse called Zaki. Juath, the last time she was third up was her oh, outstanding Australian Cup win. Um, Benny think it over. He went to uh, on to beat Zaki in the, uh, the Queen Elizabeth. So, um, yeah, you don't love the, you know, the hard um, arrhythmia and then the lameness second up, but her best wins this race. It's as simple as the track, so she has to go in. 12, 4, 15 and 2. 12, 4, 15 and 2 from Gator Dean Lester with 8, 16, 12 and 2 in the Turnbull. I'm with Gold Trip. He's got to deliver here in, in Australia, but his runs have been good. He's only won the one race, but with his rating, his performances overseas, he's well treated under the set weights and, and penalties, and, and he might get a nice run behind what looks like a reasonable speed. 12 for me. Hit a 4 Profondo, who'll appreciate firmer ground, as will 15 Maximal. I'm with Gator there, and I'm including 8 Inspirational Girl getting a, a back to a spacious track like, like Flemington away from the, the tighter tracks. But load up leg of the quaddy for me. I'm with 12, 4, 15 and 8. The Gill Guy race 8 on the card, down the straight over 1,200 metres. It's clear a Jamie, how's the market look? Well, this is a very open race. It's $6 the field. We'll start with the one in Private Eye, $11 now into $7.50. Number two, Baller at $9.50. The three, The Astrologist has seen some support, $11, then went into 10 and is now into $8.50. Number four, Serious Suspect is at 16 Where we are seeing some interest is number six, Rockin' Horse at that $7 price. Ethelric, number eight, has also been popular at $8. The favourite is down the bottom number 13 in swats that at six dollars but are seeing absolutely no interest in this stage see horses like serious suspect and others in a race down the, the straight gate do you think it's going to be run at, at a reasonable speed how are you reading the tempo yeah same boat serious suspect uh, when he leads which is most often he runs along at uh, you know an above average tempo for the class up to group two level uh, probably you know be right bang on that i'd imagine or even a tick below the astrologist and Kimmel pass to certainly go forward and uh, Selric I might just get the, the good run just off them. Um, so I've tipped him. He chased Eduardo in the best ground, albeit fresh. Then wasn't far off Mazu, Mask Crusader in the shorts. Uh, and I think the dry track is any disadvantage at all. In fact, only the opposite. And back a notch in grade here. If it's the wrong form and uh, the Bobby Lewis is the right form, then you know, I don't know where to start or finish. But Rock and Horse was a really good return at the Valley given that track and that 1,000-metre trip is far from ideal and just missed Baller in the Bobby Lewis, now draws out with a weight swing on drier ground. So um, I'm going to back the eight and the six. The Tory, uh, he was making the move just as the gap closed on him first up with his, uh, you know, and he finally gets some weight relief. He nearly won this last year with 60 and beat Camel Passer. He meets that horse better at the weights for beating him, in fact. Baller must have a case. I'm sick of swats that, and the astrologist is genuine. Eight, six, nine, and two. Eight, six, nine, and two. And Gator's losing patience with what's that? How are you seeing the Gill Guy, Dean? Uh, with great difficulty, Warren. This is a, a very even race. Uh, not much would surprise here. I'm going to go with Rockin' Horse because she's a new market winner. She ran well last start down the straight. Both times she's been closer to the inside. And not to say that uh, that was inferior ground, but uh, usually by uh, this stage of the day, down the outside is where you want to be, and she gets that uh, opportunity today to, to run down that uh, that section of the straight. So I'm going to go with her 
to beat Ada Thelric, uh, who I thought did enough in a better race last start. Um, yeah, I can understand the frustration with Swats. That it's nearly two years be- between wins, but uh, she keeps running well down the straight, and I'll throw her in. And uh, three, the astrologist, who I think just went too slow in the middle stages last time out. He'll be fitter for that run. Craig Williams knows him well. Uh, he can uh, certainly be in the mix. Uh, but uh, I'll be putting Baller in the quarter as well. Six, eight, thirteen, and three. They're Dean Lester's numbers in the Gill Guy. David Gately's with eight, six, nine, and two. I'm maintaining the faith with Swats that, although it is starting to uh, get a little bit of a test to be able to do so. I just thought the way the race shaped up, looking for, for wider ground and clear air down the straight in the Bobby Lewis, almost lost a spot that ended up being advantageous, but may not have looked like that at that stage of the race. So 13 for me, Swats that ahead of six. Rockin' Horse, who was terrific in the same race, as was number two, Baller, who won that race. So I'm trusting the Bobby Lewis form and eight. Athelric through a different form line, but chasing Nature Strip and, and uh, Eduardo in recent times, you'd think, is is good enough to at least be competitive here. Firm ground should be no problem. 13, 6, 2 and 8 for me. In the Gilgai down the straight, race 8 and Nature 9 is the superimpose. Good race for the promising three-year-olds. Out to the 1,800 metres here. Jamie, we take out numbers 8, 10 and 15. Uh, competitive market, how does it look? Yeah, it is a competitive market, Warren. The one, Mr. Maestro, is drifting slightly, 460 out to $4.50. The two, which is the Gay Waterhouse Adrian Bott trained runner, Major Beal, has seen some support. $6.50 into $5.50. The three, Red Sun Sensation at $9. The favourite is number four, Art Zeno, $3.70 now out to $3.90, but has seen some support at that $3.90 price. And if we go down the market a little bit, down to number nine, Kapakiri has also seen some support at that $7 price. But there is quite a lot of specking for some of the other longer price runners at this stage. Best back runners in Melbourne and Sydney, particularly in the last hour or so. Jamie, and anything you're particularly keen on today? Yeah, well, the best backed runner so far. So at Randwick, it's race six, number one, Fireburn, three fifty into two dollars fifty. At Flemington, it's still race five, number three, in Giga Kick. But the best backed overall across all the race tracks in the country is actually coming out of Eagle Farm, race six, number eleven, in Larrikin Rogue. And Warren, the runner that I like, I was actually on the Breakfast Club yesterday with Dean, and I almost fell off my chair with excitement when he also said a number that he likes. Inspirational girl for me, race seven in the Turnbull Stakes so I think she improves second up being four from four and I think she'll be ready to fire today. Terrific work Jamie look forward to hearing plenty more updates right throughout the day and uh, and cheering inspirational girl for yourself and Dino in the Turnbull. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much enjoy the day everyone. Last race I think there's reasonable speed here I, I could see McAloo rolling along and Major Beal should be on speed and he gets the winkers on here so look I think they'll run along at, at least a, a reasonable speed promising three-year-olds, but oh, gee, I love the way Art Zeno had to knuckle down and basically do it all himself without anything to cart him into the race last start and, and win. Obviously a, a rise in grade, but that's the case for a lot of these relatively lightly raced horses. Four for me, ahead of one Mr Maestro, who won well last start, was tough in the rain-affected conditions. Nine, Cap Kiri, through the same form line, ran well, and two, Major Beal gets the winkers on here. Four, one, nine, and two from me. And the last, Dino, how are you seeing it? Uh, I'm going with uh, Arzino. He'll get back. He'll probably uh, be strong late and just hope uh, he can get over the top of them late uh, and beat Kapakiri, who's going to get a beautiful run. Uh, I thought he ran well at Flemington, jumping from 14 to 1,800 last start. Uh, one, Mr Maestro's having a 
good building preparation, did a good job to win last start, and 11 Cadazio, who I think, uh, just as Michael Kent Jr. Uh, explained, uh, he was a bit fresh first up. He'll be fitter for that run, and he can certainly improve out to the longer trip. 4, 9, 1, and 11. How are you bringing us home, Gator? Yeah, I think Arzino can run well. He obviously got third on debut. The winner of that had that former and flash feeling, so you can tie that in with a few of these. Great chase and win at Hillside. Runner-up one by six. Uh, fourth horse is here on one. Veradino was fifth in... Uh, and Parkham disgraced it in, in a, you know, a guineas lead-up. Major Beal took forever to wind up around the valley. Um, then Doubt, uh, a slow speed with any help in the Flemington Ace last time. He gets the winkers on his key and a dry track. He might be able to turn the tables on Mr. Maestro, who certainly goes in. And Berardino was the one, I think, at that 25 to 1 early was the wrong price. The best ruffie goes in the quaddy. 4, 2, 1 and 12 home. 4, 2, 1 and 12 from Gator in the last. 4, 9, 1 and 11 from Dino. 4, 1, 9 and two from me to hopefully bring us home with a winner with Art Zeno. Time for a break on RSN nine two seven. It's five to nine. David Gately's preview of the Group One card at Randwick coming up after the nine o'clock news. But after this break, we'll get the boys' best bets, thoughts on the quaddy at Flemington.